Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Everyone, welcome to the show. Today we are going to talk about liberal art colleges, what they are, what they do, and why everyone should check them out. We are lucky today to have Arde Samonte, who is the Senior Admissions Counselor at St. Mary's College of California. He works for the Office of Undergraduate Admissions at St. Mary's College of California in Moraga. Artie works directly with prospective students through recruitment, application reading, and yielding efforts. Thank you, Artie, to the show. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. No, that's great. So the reason why we wanted to do this podcast, because, you know, for all the years I've worked with high school students, when they hear the term liberal arts schools, liberal arts schools, and there's a lot of confusion that goes over their faces because they're not sure um, what that is and who that pertains to. So um, since you do work at a liberal arts school, St. Mary's College in um, California, um, can you tell me what type of students do attend liberal art colleges? Yeah, well, you know, well, I think at the very heart of things, you know, anybody can attend a liberal arts college. It just depends on if you're interested in sort of what we're what you know liberal arts colleges are about. Um, typically, you know, it's it's those students that want to understand their field, of course, and get a degree in something that they're passionate about and they love, but also want to develop other skills be beyond what they might need for a particular profession or looking to guide themselves through, you know, all the options that are really out there in our world right now. It, it really is sort of a student that's interested in learning the global perspective behind whatever particular department or major they're, they're particularly interested in. Okay, so basically, liberal arts are not like for conservatives or liberals. It's pretty much open to everyone, right? And that was the whole premise of liberal art colleges in the very beginning. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, if you were to go into the history, it... it is it is designed for for anybody and everybody to kind of engage and receive that higher level education that they might be looking into, whether they're someone that finds themselves super passionate about business or one that's about history or even one that's just about technology and um, engineering and such. Okay, so liberal colleges wants all different types of students, all different ideas and backgrounds. So, what is a liberal art college? Yeah, so a liberal arts college, in a sentence, is a college that offers a holistic approach, a well-rounded approach to understanding, um, you know, education. And we basically, at Liberal Arts College's goal is really to give students the opportunity to not only 
um, understand what they're passionate about, but also think about how does that affect myself, how does it affect my world as well, too. So really giving that global perspective in the sense of um, how can I make sure that whatever I want to do, uh, whether it be in whatever department I'm interested in, um, how is that going to be beneficial to um, the creation of you know my, my state, my community, my, my country, my world? How can I make that impact and give that global perspective to anything that I might want to do with my life? So liberal colleges are pretty much setting you up to be a flexible, adjustable adult in the world, it sounds like, not just yeah, one absolutely. point of yeah. view. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. They, they, we want you to be able to understand how things change and how our world changes and how you can change with it. And that's really important for a liberal arts college to teach you. Um, to kind of think, think back to something that I learned about liberal arts colleges is that, you know, it, it's to give you a perspective of yourself so that you could understand yourself to the deepest level so that even when things change in our world, you, you can change with it. Yeah, and didn't you graduate from St. Mary's College? So you are a product of the liberal arts education. Yeah, I definitely am. I definitely am. So I did graduate from St. Mary's College a, a handful of years now. Um, and I'm definitely a big advocate for liberal arts education, whether it be at St. Mary's or elsewhere as well, too. So what makes, then, a liberal arts college different from other research focus or tech colleges that are out there? Sure, sure. So I think that the main difference is that, well, one is that we do offer research as well, too. Um, of course, that is pretty standard across the board for most colleges and universities. But I wouldn't say it's, the, it's necessarily the focus. Um, the way we like to say it is the focus is really you as an individual. What, what do you want to not only do research in or do you know, tech research in or anything like that, but also what do you want to understand about how whatever you're passionate about fits in with you know, business or culture or history or politics or anything really. Um, it really is focusing on you giving you getting that broad understanding of how um, whatever you're passionate about works really well. So it sounds like liberal arts can do a little bit of all these other different campuses, but you, the student, can decide the design of that education program at each absolutely. of the various campuses. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We want you to design and put things together, things that you feel most passionate about. So even if it's within your major, outside of your major, most liberal arts colleges are going to allow that flexibility for you to still graduate on time and really own what you want to learn and make sure that those connections are made for you to really actualize and visualize where you want to go, whether it be one year after you graduate or 10 years after you graduate. Yeah, and I've noticed that liberal art colleges across the nation are this design idea for the 21st century student is growing more and more because uh, are using like interdisciplinary um, majors, right? Where students can create their own majors, even not listed there with the courses available from the campus. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always point to this example of one of my, one of my friends. Um, she was very interested in art therapy and that's typically, you know, not offered on paper at our college, but uh, what she designed to do is do an interdisciplinary degree with, um, art practice and psychology, because those two things go hand in hand in terms of being an effective person to teach and go through and administer programs that deal with art therapy itself. So um, definitely that design uh, and that flexibility is, is there, but of course the structure to live within that you know, flexibility to make sure that you actually did you know, fulfill the requirements like how other schools have it, you know, your English requirements, your math requirements, your science requirements, that, that of course will still live 
in that flexibility of liberal arts schools. Yeah, and there have been some professional magazines out there saying that more students, uh, the employers are preferring students graduate from liberal art colleges because of this specialized design that is very well-rounded. So as a company changes, the student's flexible to change as well because of the educational system liberal arts has provided them. Is that correct? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I think it's companies and businesses and nonprofits, you know, across the board are starting to realize that, you know, our world is changing faster and faster as the years go by. I mean, we, we've seen in technology, for one example. So in understanding that, you know, us as humans, we need to be able to adapt and change as quickly, even even faster to be, you know, ahead of the curve. And they're noticing that liberal arts students, you know, they really have that perspective where they don't, they don't feel stuck in whatever they're given. Uh, these students have that ability to step out of their comfort zone and still thrive, communicate well, ask questions, critically think, and inquire uh, at a higher level so that they can understand and support whatever you know they devote their time to. Yeah, that critical thinking and always asking that questions, pushing that envelope is so important no matter what industry you go into. Mm-hmm. Um, so are, are most liberal arts colleges private then? You know, most are. Most are private schools just because of the the sort of creative side uh, most uh, liberal arts colleges have. But, you know, some are public. It depends on where you go in state, you know, in California, outside of California. Uh, they do range, but I would, I could comfortably say that the vast majority of liberal arts colleges are uh, private. So a lot of times some of my students would think, oh, so that must be liberal arts. If it's private, you have all the student focus, all this focus from attention from professors, smaller classrooms a lot of times. Does that mean it's too expensive or unaccessible to other students who may not come from a private high school or have, you know, the big bank account at home? There's a lot of times a lot of students think that. Is that true? No, absolutely not. Not true at all. I mean, a lot of, uh, you know, speaking from experience here at St. Mary's College, you know, close to a third of even two-thirds of our, our students are coming from public high schools as well as private high schools. Uh, kind of speaking to earlier, you know, we, we want that diversity. We want that uh, mix of students. So I guess that, you know, the biggest misconception with any private college, especially liberal arts schools, is that it's too expensive. I can't go. But really the actuality is because of our sort of private status and typically nonprofit status, it allows us as an institution to provide support to students that thrive in school, in their high schools or wherever they're transferring for so that they can afford and come to these liberal arts schools. So there's a lot of grants both from the government and from the institutions themselves um, to provide the um, access for students um, to get that education. So they should not look at the price tag and assuming, oh my God, I have to pay this huge amount. There, there are other resources. Absolutely. And a lot of them will be built in into the school. So not necessarily going out and finding some scholarship that we're pointing to, but in-house having merit scholarships, uh, grants, uh, need-based scholarships, whether, whether it be developed from the school or from the government. And that's typically dependent upon the status of each liberal arts school. But most of us will receive all kinds of aid, um, public and private, to yeah. support our students coming in. That's great. And so some kids, like so St. Mary's College um, is a religious school, and some students may assume that there may be some biases in the application um, process. You know, if, you know, since St. Mary's um, is uh, is Catholic, that they have to be Catholic as, uh, as well. Can you ed, um, let our listeners know if that's the case for your campus or other religious liberal arts colleges? 
Sure. So, I mean, I could start from myself. I'm actually not Catholic myself. And as you mentioned, I attended St. Mary's College. So that misconception is definitely a misconception or a stereotype. You definitely do not have to be religious to attend these schools. And we kind of spoke on it a little bit. You know, we want different people coming to these schools because how can we have those critical thinking moments if everyone comes from the same background? And as we know, everybody is unique. Um, as it comes to liberal arts colleges as a whole, I will say it, it definitely does depend, for sure. But, for example, St. Mary's College, you know, there there's no biases at all in terms of how you may want to practice your faith or tradition or how the college does it as well, too. We We value those different opinions and different perspectives because that's how we can find common ground um, within our education and within our world as well, too. Yeah, so even for your campus, though you have some religious course requirements, they're very open-minded, right? Like you also have, don't you have like a a Buddhist uh, religion class that they could take at St. Mary's as well? Yes, definitely. There's, you know, there's an Eastern religions class. There is um, Judaism, which is something that I personally took. Um, there's even meditation as well, too, which could be seen as, you know, not necessarily something that maybe Catholics practice as much. But we, in association with liberal arts being a holistic, broad, well-rounded education, in two, we need to offer that as well, too, as it comes to our religious requirements when you do graduate from here from St. Mary's. And most liberal arts colleges that do come from a religious background will have that universal options for all their students as well, too, because Again, whole picture, we want to give you that. We don't think that giving you one side of things is fair in developing a well-thought-out individual. Oh, yeah. I remember um, my nephew took a class called Zen and Physics, and he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his religion class. Um, and and some people may also be concerned because your campus offer masses, and a lot of high schools require kids to take um, they have to attend masses. But your campus doesn't, right? And it's student-run if they choose to go as well. Yes, definitely. It, it is It is all optional. So, I mean, again, it depends on the, the liberal arts school. Some might, might require it, but for example, St. Mary's, we definitely do not. It, it is student-ran, and the kind of the way I like to phrase it is, you know, it's just another student resource here on campus. So if a particular student doesn't want to utilize that resource, there is no pressure to do so, whether it be the health and wellness and you're you're sick, or whether it be the Mission and Ministry Center and you, you want to engage with you know the Catholic tradition, for example, here at St. Mary's. Great. And that's something that if a school does require it, you know, um, like chapel time, they could contact the admissions office to find out. And it's easy enough to find on the web at the various different liberal art college if they're religious-based. Oh, definitely. Definitely. The easiest thing to do is just ask because, you know, it does differ from, from liberal arts school to another. So easiest thing is to ask, especially admissions offices across the board. Our job is never to lie to you, but always to be honest about who we are because we want those honest people come to our schools as well, too. Right. And that makes it easier for kids, right? Because they could email you now. They could ask it on tweet, Instagram, right? So, Definitely. Right. They have all these different ways of doing that. So some kids think that liberal arts are only for undecided majors or it's not a place if they want to major in computer science or engineering or some of those um, uh, uh, majors that are in science. What do you have to say to those students who may have those assumptions? Yeah, definitely. That is not true at all. Um, for example, St. Mary's College, we, we offer, you know, the hard sciences, the hard math, you know, biochemistry, pre-med pre-dental, um, even uh, our computer science degrees as well, too. So um, I, I let the students know that, you know, it's a very different um, perspective on things. And, for example, those students that are, you know, for 
really want to do computer science, they think, why would I go to liberal arts school? Right. All I want to do is work with computers. Well, think about what a liberal arts uh, school offers, which is that discussion, well-roundedness, critical thinking skills. You know, that helps someone like me who majored in communication learn your math at a better level because I am terrible at math, for example. And having those communication skills will definitely set you apart over some other traditional students that may have gone to just a straight tech college and they just learned what they needed to learn. Um, you have added skills that will definitely diversify who you are and set you apart when you do submit that first resume to that first, you know, big boy, big girl job that you go out for. Yeah, everyone I know that's in um, the tech industry or even in engineering, the people who climb up the ladder who are, are not only successful in that area, but also successful communicators. And so communication, communication is important in all industries. So important. So basically, liberal arts really focuses on, I know like everyone's talking about STEM, but really the new motion right now is STEAM, right? So science, technology, engineering, arts, and uh, mathematics, right? And so you put the arts in all those different areas. Absolutely. And, you know, as, as you, you know, think of those big name companies that, you know, you might be thinking of, um, they, they are, have connections to those things. They value those things just as much, the, the arts and the discussion and the, the thinking skills, you know. So having employees or uh, students that come and apply for these positions that have those skills already is already going to be beneficial to them in the long run. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that Steve Jobs went to a liberal arts school and how he made mm -hmm. his mm -hmm. Apple computers was uh, he learned about doing calligraphy, which created the uh, all the many fonts. Um, for, um, you're probably too old. I'm not old enough, but the font, <laughs> there was only one set font design, and it was because of Steve Jobs uh, that we have so many out there that's going to a liberal arts college. Mm -hmm. um, so if someone was interested in going to a liberal arts college, when would they apply? Yeah, I mean, most liberal arts schools, you know, we, we do follow the same traditional application process for those coming from high school. So um, most liberal arts colleges will have an early application or early decision app, which happens around November time, maybe even open as early as October time. And then following that, a regular decision time, uh, usually falling around January or February. Okay, so definitely senior fall Put, um, look at those applications. A lot of other ones have later dates, but as soon as you uh, learn about a liberal arts school, research it at any age or grade level to find out the many different things about it. Yeah, absolutely. And on top of that, you know, different uh, liberal arts colleges will will you know have different types of applications for different students, especially for example, transfer students. So the easiest thing to do is just research because all of us will have different dates and different deadlines. We're a little bit different from some of the, maybe the the research-based institutions or the larger state institutions as well. Right. And also how you make your admissions decisions, right? Like everyone looks at the, you know, grades and some schools are test optional, some are not, but you also look at their activities um, their story um, be behind those activities and who they are as well, right? Going back to that design of you, the student. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it only makes sense as a liberal arts school to also employ holistic review, meaning that, you know, we don't stop at your numbers, um, which is, would be your, your GPA and your test scores. We, no matter who you are as a student, take the time to look at what you're involved in, where you volunteer, where you work, what sports you do, as well as your writing skills through your essay, and even how other people uh, view you as well, too, which could be through a one or two recommendation letters as well, too. 
Now, Artie, you've been a great success being an alum from St. Mary's College of oh, California. Yes, no, thank you. And um, and some of our listeners may be interested in learning what makes St. Mary's College stand out. It's actually noted as one of the schools, part of the colleges that changes lives. So can you kind of talk about um, St. Mary's College specifically and how it stands out among all the other liberal arts colleges? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, being a college that changes lives, school is a big honor. Um, basically, in a sentence, it, it it just means that we offer a very life cha- a very big life changing experience. Um, and amongst you know these schools that change lives, colleges that change lives, we're even more unique. You know, because we're the only um, Division One athletic school, we're the only Catholic school, and we're the only California school on that list. So we're exceptionally proud to be on that list. And of course. As a graduate, it definitely changed my life. You know, I wouldn't be in higher education. I wouldn't even be doing this podcast with you if it wasn't for this school um, and me learning all about, you know, what you can really offer in terms of your college experience. So Yeah, and they've really enhanced your guys' experience because, you know, there's a term that you guys use called 414 term where you have one mm-hmm. month, which is January, where kids mm-hmm. take a break from the traditional college classes and go on an amazing adventure. Can you talk about your Jan term a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So January term is, is a unique program. I, I think there are very few colleges that have something similar to it. It is a required course that every St. Mary's college student has to take where it is very specific and very different and a break. So biochemistry majors can take a break and learn about classes like the history of chocolate or the history of the bicycle or the art of lying 101. You know, just a few examples of how specific and different these classes can be because we want students to feel like not only did I learn to become a doctor in pre-med through biochemistry here at St. Mary's, but also I got a, was able to take a trip to the Brazilian Amazon and do service with the youth and communities there in that community. So it is a unique opportunity where students can just engage in one thing. That is it, very specifically um, for just one month and just take a break and do something different because... None of us are robots, so why should your education be that way as well, too? Oh, yeah, going back to that design of you. So if more people want to learn more about St. Mary's College, what are some websites or handles that they should go to on social media or on the web? Definitely. So the easiest thing to do is type in smcadmit.com, and it will take you to all of our admissions pages, and you can learn anything about St. Mary's through our website. And then all of our social media handles are at STMarysCA on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you think of, we're probably on there, including Snapchat as well, too. Thank you so much. Thank you for letting us know about uh, Liberal you. Arts College and spotlighting St. Mary's College for us, too. Congratulations about being a part of Colleges That Changes Live. And if you want to look oh, at some other you. one, yeah, it's amazing. Colleges that are on there, like St. Mary's, ctcl.org is their website, too. Once again, congrats on all the great success that you guys have done. And we hope to see and connect with you again soon. Definitely look forward to it. All right. Thank you, Artie. You can also follow us on social media at college, the number four, all AMV on Twitter and Instagram. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.